Welcome to this week's episode of Here to Make It Queer. I am so excited to be back with another fantastic guest, which I cannot wait to tell you all about. Before we get into the juicy bits, I have a quick little ad from my sponsors, Anchor FM. So I am so excited to be here with New York's very own Miss Britta Filter. Um, you're the first guest on the podcast, which I'm so excited about. So could you sort of introduce yourself to the listeners? Um, yeah, my name is Britta Filter. I'm anything but pure. And I'm the queen of water sports when I drink too much. And um, I didn't win RuPaul's Drag Race season 12, but I'm winning at life. <laughs> exactly winning at life i mean you're currently in hawaii for the winter so that's definitely winning at life in my opinion totally i mean it's a beautiful day the sky is blue the clouds are white the grass is green it's a wonderful day today i hear that it's raining in a bunch of other places in new york it's like raining like crazy right now so i'm happy to be here <laughs> so what have you been up to recently in hawaii um, you know, I was spending time with my family. I mean, we just had Thanksgiving, which is um, uh, a nice little American holiday. Uh, uh, and so it, it was nice to spend Thanksgiving with them. We've been doing, we, yes, today we had like, we did ornament decorations as a family. So I'm so, I'm happy to spend time with my sisters and my nieces. That's so much fun. Um, but yeah, just kind of getting like re-acclimated to um, this environment and um, yeah just trying to find like my my groove and things Um, because I'm I'm staying with my sister so it's a lot to live with um, three little girls um, and (laughs) Uncle Jesse all the time and but Uncle Jesse and Auntie Britta so like making sure that I have time um, for Britta in this digital world but also being there for them at the same time. That is adorable. I bet they love that when you, when Britta comes to see them. I mean, they, yeah, yeah, they, they all know it's that um, when Auntie Britta, it's usually me, since the, the, the time difference, it's usually me getting up before them at like seven o'clock in the morning and getting into full drag while everyone is still sleeping on the weekend because I have like a, a, a digital thing that I have to shoot um, either. This weekend I had a show in in London, um, virtually. So I was up. I was up like at six a.m. painting my face. <laughs> God, it's the time difference. It's such a nightmare, isn't it? I mean, it's fine. I feel like it's like I'm now like a real businesswoman, and I'm working like a nine to five, um, and then I can go home to my family at night as a man. And <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's the dream. I'm living the dream. How have you found like working from home and everything being digital? Um, it's good. I mean, it's good. I, I, I kind of actually like it, honestly. I like, like, not leaving my house. It's always so, like, drag is hard when you have to leave. I'm also just trying to be very positive right now about it because truly I would, rather, I would much rather be out in the world. But if I'm coming at it from a positive standpoint, um, carrying all those suitcases and traveling, and it's exhausting. So, like, being able to just, like, wake up out of my bed and then just paint myself in my own room and then hit a button on my computer and then bam it's showtime like what a dream 
You don't I have don't... to leave home. Exactly. No more getting the subway and drag. No, no subway and drag. No Uber. No giant suitcases. I don't have to pay an assistant. Um, so it's, you know, it's good. It's good. And I love it because, like, <laughs> like sometimes it can be a little much when you're out um out and about and so if it, you know with your with your computer right in front of you you can just turn it off or mute it if you ain't feeling it and you know and then it's done and then you're like back into your normal world and you're like okay well that was annoying for uh, just a little bit but it, it's fine because i'm at home <laughs> exactly yeah you can just sort of do the show get back into bed have a nap do the next show but uh, but I truly do miss being out and about and being out in the world. Um, I'm trying to come at everything with a with a positive standpoint these days because we've honestly been in this forever. So I'm trying to you know look at the positives of everything as opposed to being like, oh God, when are we gonna get out? Which is how I'm really feeling. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I mean, I guess it's good because you like recently opened up on Instagram about your relationship with your dad and things like that. So I guess being home will definitely help you to so spend time with him and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. You, you know, it's it's been great. I mean, I'm very grateful that I have this family time. You know, if it wasn't for this pandemic, I mean, this pandemic really put a lot of things in per- into perspective for me. Um, and like it kind of like put a lot of things that are, are really important that should be important in my life and that's my my family and my health and 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 things like that so I, i'm glad that i had this this chance this year to like really take a step back and to like really appreciate the things that that are really important instead of like the the frivolous things um that that we tended to be that I became accustomed to that it was like this you know these things really don't matter um, uh, in, in the in the grand scheme of things but what really matters is my family so I'm grateful that I have this this time to spend it you know in the beginning of the pandemic I spent time with my with my mom and my stepdad in Maine um, for quite some time while Drag Race was going on and then now I'm spending hopefully the end of the pandemic towards the end of it with my my dad and my sisters here in hawaii so um i've got i I, it's beautiful usually this wouldn't be able to happen because i'd be so busy so i'm grateful that i have this this time and this chance to do that i think the pandemic has definitely allowed everyone to like slow down and just sort of like you said take a step back and be grateful for everything around them like i definitely found that i really enjoyed having all the time where my parents were both off work and we had the dogs it was just nice to spend time together and not be like yeah, yeah, yeah. running around mentally. I mean, so this is definitely a well-deserved break totally, after totally, everything. Yeah, it, it, I, uh, yeah, right, right. I mean, it, it's it's. I'm, I'm very grateful for it. Very grateful for it. Because <laughs> I mean, you were like doing so much with drag out the vote and everything, and now you've like been able to take a break after that. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm I'm grateful that I did all the work with drag out the vote we're still not done yet because here we have a, a senate runoff in georgia so I, a lot of my fo- now that thanksgiving is done um and uh i can focus more on our efforts with drag out the vote and doing um georgia and getting out the vote there um for the the senate runoff because it's a pretty really important election so doing all i can there to try and make that happen and um also coming up with like 
different digital ideas. You know, in the beginning of the pandemic, I kind of wasn't in the mood to like create. I kind of had to focus on myself a lot. And so now I'm in more of a creative mindset. So I'm able to like focus on cool stuff that I think that other people missed and want to see within the digital world. Um, so I've just been creating a lot and and trying to make these things happen. Also, I'm in fucking beautiful Hawaii. So like she's been planning photo shoots and like scouting out locations for these looks that I want to do. And literally just being the Moana that I was chosen to be. <laughs> exactly. It's the perfect setting for that. Your Insta stories have been gorgeous, like golden skies, gorgeous water. Right. It's so pretty. It's so pretty. I'm so grateful. Are things starting to, like, open back up in Hawaii now? Because, I mean, like, I know in New York, like, Don't Tell Mamas is starting to drag gigs again, and a few places are starting to pop up. Yeah, I mean, no, there's no there's no clubs or anything that are open. I mean, they're really, really strict here, um, because if the hospitals fill up, the nearest hospital is 3,000 miles away um, in California. So it's, it, it, no, it's not as... It, it, it's so strict here just because they need to make sure that everything is um, that because once one person gets infected on this island it can become a domino effect I mean there's not even there's not even like inner island travel there's there's seven um, Hawaiian islands and you can't even um, you can't even travel from one to the other you have to go back to the United States to the mainland um, and then come back if you wanted to do that because they don't want to spread COVID because they're worried about it. So it's pretty strict here. I mean, I had to get a COVID test. The first time I came earlier this year, um, I had to get, I had to quarantine. It was a mandatory quarantine for two weeks. And then I got tested um, before I came the second time. Um, and so I didn't have to uh, quarantine uh, because it came back negative, but they're so strict. And cases are rising here too. I mean, not as not as prevalent as it is in New York, but they just have to be super careful. So they're taking a while to open back up, which I'm grateful for. I think that's definitely the best way, especially like you said, because it's such a small, a small place. You need to really keep it safe. And there's also like intergenerational living and things, isn't there? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, mostly here in Hawaii, there's, there's multi-generational homes. Um, so there, yeah, there's people just need to be really careful i mean that's kind of like the way of life here in hawaii i'm not necessarily with my family but um but with numerous families across the island i mean because do you think there's any positives to come out of this the fact that like drag's gone digital in because the entertainment industry has suffered so much but there must be some like diamond in the rough and all this oh yeah i mean i think it, it definitely helps people to um to get even more creative, I, I think. I mean, I've I've been I've been um, a, a part of this uh, like digital um, immersive theater group called Eschaton. It's just like show on Saturdays, um, and it's people from all around the world. There's tons of people from the UK in it. Um, Miss Charity Case, who is a is who I love as a UK queen. Um, is in it with me um and so we do the show every saturday and it's it's like 15 different zoom rooms and it's kind of like a choose your own adventure and you have to find this girl mary and there's all these 15 separate performances going on and it's like it's like sleep no more that we have in new york but um 
but digitally. So I think that people are getting really creative and trying to figure it out. Also, like I've also realized that during this pandemic that I don't have to leave my house to go to a fucking meeting anymore. I can just call people on Zoom because people be wasting my time beforehand when I can just boop, boop, boop them on a Zoom call instead of like having to get all dolled up and go to lunch with this bitch that I don't want to see with in real life. Um, but I think that's a very, that's a positive thing. <laughs> it definitely is. I mean, like Zoom calls are like, they've changed everything. I think interviews and like press and media, like you're able to, do interviews in countries that you would never be able to do before. Oh yeah, I think it's. I think. I mean, I had no idea what Zoom was until the pandemic started. Same. So I'm. I'm. I'm grateful. Um, and they're probably raking in the dough. Um, but I'm grateful. I'm grateful that I found out what Zoom is, because I. I think it. I think it's. Um, just making a lot more people accessible. Yeah, definitely. And I think especially with, like, families and stuff, it's such a good tool. Like, we do little, like, family quizzes on Zoom twice a week where, like, everyone gets together. It's just nice to see, like, faces and things, you know what I mean? Right, yeah. And be able to, like, catch up. I mean, so you've told me about something very exciting coming up called Unfiltered, which is your new weekly show. What can you tell us about it? So I'm doing... I miss being out and about, and I miss, like having those shared experiences with people at the club. Um, so I I wanted to create a party. Um, and so I'm creating a uh, either, I, well, I mean, the first one that we're doing is on December 18th. Um, I the, the flyer is gonna come out this week. Um, I'm gathering like sickening DJs over this pandemic. I, I taught myself how to DJ and I've been like taking like little like online YouTube tutorials and figuring it out and actually getting pretty good at it. So I, and also Lady Bunny isn't going to last forever. So I wanted to, like, <laughs> you know, um, I really wanted to just <laughs> be the next one in line. Um, yeah. Uh, so, um, so I, cr- I'm creating this like immersive um, virtual dance party that has go-go boys and drag queen pop-up performances and we have a special voo girl every week that is going to perform i'll be djing with uh, with um some other people um guest djs that we'll have and it's kind of just like all of us oh and it's going to be it's going to be themed every single week um there's going to be a different theme so people can get excited about it and dress up there's going to be a walk-off we have like we have this room, this like Zoom room that people can go into where there's going to be a number on the bathroom wall and it's like a, 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 an art installation and people can call this number and then they can talk to a random person on the other line and it's all planned out and it, it's, and it's cool. It's kind of gives, it kind of gives you like that, that what we've missed so much about nightlife and like, you know, anything can happen in nightlife. And so I feel like bringing people together virtually will will honestly probably be a big hit i think that's what people need especially as the winter is coming and yeah it's getting cold out and you know that's when people start to get really depressed and whatnot and i think since we've been in this for so long i definitely miss having that shared experience and interaction with people so i'm excited to to produce this event and um hopefully it'll be a hit and it'll be every week in the new year um but um, yeah, we're gonna test it out. We're gonna see. 
and just being totally positive about it. And I hope it's a way for for people like us to to get together. Um, and it'll be cool because it'll be people from all around the world. Like it doesn't just have, have to be, you know, people in in New York City. Um, <laughs> um, so that'll be nice. I hope you'll come. Yes, definitely. So where can we like tune in? Is it via Zoom or? So yeah, it's going to be in Zoom. Um, on the, there's going to be a poster. There's a website that's coming out where you can buy tickets to it. Um, and uh, just look for everything on my Instagram. I'm going to be posting it very, very soon. Um, the the website is uh, is being created right now. It'll be unfilteredparty.com, um, and that that's where you'll see all the information, all the tea about it, honey. That sounds, it definitely sounds boundary pushing for digital drag and like you said, different rooms, different like creative people. It sounds like it's going to be something really like avant-garde. Oh yeah, I hope so. I hope so. I'm trying. I'm trying. I have meetings about it all today. So hopefully it's coming closer. I mean, it's it's not even, it's not even the first yet of December. So I got, I got 18 days to figure it out. Exactly. 18 days of Zoom calls. Who needs the 12 days of Christmas? That's right, exactly. <laughs> I can I mean, can you give us like a sneak peek of some of your like guest hosts or anything like that, or is that all confidential at the minute? Um uh I, I don't wanna say anything because contracts haven't been signed, but you can definitely count on um some of my season twelve sisters for the first one. Um and you can count on some of the, the sexiest go go boys um in New York City that have signed on to it. Um but it, uh, just stay tuned for the flyer because it's coming out this week. <laughs> that is so, I will definitely be sharing that and sending it to all my friends. Like, look at this, look at this. Because it sounds incredibly yeah, exciting. Yeah. Um, so this next question isn't really a question, but it's kind of a little game I thought we could play. I love this, like, this or that videos on YouTube. Um, so the first one is Dolly or Cher. Um, I love Dolly Parton so much. I love, love her. Always Dolly. Always Dolly. I mean, I love Cher too. Cher is an icon. They're both icons. But um, when I found out that Dolly gave a million dollars towards COVID um, research, I was like, oh, you are the queen of queens, Dolly Parton. Exactly. Honestly, Dolly is just above and beyond. Um, this next one was the one my friend suggested. Big heels or big hair? Big hair. Um, Britney or Lady Gaga? I, I hate heels. I hate heels. Um, uh, Gaga. Good choice. People might argue with Gaga. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I totally agree. Uh, another drag one: sequins or feathers? Ooh, that's a hard one. You know, I sweat so much, so I'm gonna say uh, sequins. <laughs> I always destroy feathers because they usually end up getting so wet. <laughs> They're so expensive as well, aren't they? Uh, they are expensive. They are expensive. Um, yeah. And they're hard, to, they're hard to come by. Like, you can't find feathers anywhere. Like, there's a feather store in New York that, like, has every feather you could possibly imagine. They'll even dye the feathers for you. But um, I think in order to get that in Hawaii, I need to, like, pluck a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Everywhere. I mean, that's kind of convenient then. Um, I think I'm thinking about doing a chicken look, actually. Yeah. Dude, I'm, I'm fully here for that. 
an adult-sized coop. I can't wait. <laughs> she has ideas. Um, Prince Harry or Harry Potter? Um, uh, I would definitely say Harry Potter because I can, you know, since it's a, um, uh, I, I, he, I love a magician and I love spells and I can convince him to um, fall in love with me. It's a magic. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Halloween or Christmas? Um, I, I'm really like in the Christmas spirit right now. I'm going to say Christmas. It used to be Halloween, but every day is kind of Halloween for me. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to say Christmas just because I, I mix, I, it's a time I, I love just getting to see my family and this Christmas is going to be super special. So Christmas. Yeah, it is definitely, I'm starting to feel festive now. They've put the Christmas tree up on campus. I walk past like three times a day. Love it. Um, and then lastly, oh would God, you- so cute. It is, it is really cute. Uh, and the last one is, would you rather forget your wig or your lashes? Oh, lashes, never the wig, never the wig. Always, yeah, lashes. Uh, give me some construction paper and I will make a lash. Um, I've done it before, and no, you, I, I need the hair. <laughs> <laughs> You're not feeling like the Sasha Valor? No, no, no. That is definitely not Britta. That is not Britta. Britta needs a hair to proportionize this body. Otherwise, she looks like a, a man in dress. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I love I, I just I love those videos. So I thought that was like the perfect segment to do. Um, like pre drag race and pre pandemic, you released you Britta Lizzo, which in my humble opinion deserves a wowie. Like this is one of my favorite pieces of social media content I've seen. What inspired this? Um, you, you said you Britta Lizzo, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Lizzo. I I just I love Lizzo. I love Lizzo so much. Um, a, right, you said Lizzo, correct? Yeah. Like, Lizzo the artist? or you, Okay, I was like, there's so many you Brita, and I didn't know if you said you Brita Boat, you Brita, you Brita Lizzo. Um, um, I, I, you know, Lizzo's just definitely like an icon and someone who I look up to and so body positive. Um, and, you know, that we didn't have a big girl role model like that, and me definitely being a, a big girl in the, um, in the drag world, um, she was uh, an, an icon to me and I felt like it needed to be celebrated. I just love her music so much. Before I did Drag Race, I was on a, um, a series called Shade Queens of NYC. Um, and it was actually on the first episode, it was our first song that we did was uh, Lizzo's Worship Me. Um, so it, it, it's kind of like a, a full circle thing for me. I've, I've been with her. I've followed her since the very beginning, since she came out with phone. Um, and it actually, Lizzo was one of my other snatch games that I bought. So I, I didn't get to do her. Um, I didn't get to do her while I was on, on the show, but, um, I should have, honestly. Otherwise, I would have probably been at the bottom. Um, <laughs> but uh, Lizzo is someone who I, I just adore her. I adore her. Well, I, I, I did it in hopes that I could one day meet her and she would notice it. But um, maybe one day. Maybe one day. I mean, I think like Gigi's friend Marco designs for her. So you've got like a secret way in there. 
Oh, he totally does. He totally does. I know. I'm six degrees of separation. I'm so close. <laughs> exactly. You're like almost there. I mean, what's been getting you through lockdown? Have you been like watching anything good? Read anything? Um, you just kind of trying to stay busy with work, honestly. Um, doing that and um, I'm watching a lot of news. You know, I've been educating myself a lot lately. Um, with the election and everything, and you know, there's tons of things that I haven't that I'm learning while in lockdown that I didn't really care or know while I was in um, while I was uh, like, there's tons of things that I probably should have learned in high school about the election that I had no idea. what it was about so i'm i'm grateful that i'm like learning and i'm reading a lot i've been reading a lot of self-help books Brene brown yes um and uh yeah doing a lot of reading um i right now i'm kind of like in this christmas movie phase where i'm trying to like take in all the christmas content that's out there and there's a lot of christmas content that's being published um today i'm excited to watch they're having a disney holiday sing-along with all the broadway stars from every single like disney show um that all got together during the pandemic and got tested and like they're having a sing-along tonight on television and i'm so excited for it so i'm i'm definitely here for all the holiday content that is being produced um, and and these companies trying to keep us entertained with their Hallmark um, uh, D-rated Christmas movies. I know, they're just like, it's that genre of like cheesy Christmas film that's so cheesy, it's unbearable to watch, but equally you can't look away. Oh my god, yeah, I watched um, on Netflix the other day, The Christmas Prince. Oh, it's such a good movie. It's like a, ma- I, think, I think he's from like this made-up place in the UK, and... Uh, just just a dream just a dream i can't wait to find my own christmas plans <laughs> is that the one where he's like she's modern day and he's like a knight yeah that's yeah, set yeah. in my like where my parents live it's set in norwich really yeah oh my god i yes i can't wait to visit one day and find my christmas plans Ex- like i these these fantastical movies are keeping it together and keeping me daydreaming that there's hope <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll show you around we'll find you a christmas prince oh um God, i can't wait on the subject of christmas movies this is kind of a controversial one do you think die hard is a christmas movie what's die hard it's that like bruce willis very like action-packed but because it takes place no. in december everyone thinks it's christmas absolutely not no I mean, no. Die, I don't even know what it is, so I'm going to say no. It's <laughs> not a Christmas movie. We... No. Does it have any Christmas themes in it? it just I mean, there's... during Christmas? Yeah, it just happens during Christmas. There's, like, a Christmas party at one point, but that is not what it's about at all. So I totally agree with you. I don't think it's a Christmas film, but everyone else does. Oh, my God. You know what else I watched that was so good? Away on Netflix. Away, where they go to Mars. It's like the first U.S. mission to Mars, um, and they leave their family behind for three years. There is drama. It is. It's better than Titanic. Oh my Honestly, god! It is so good. I watched it. I watched it in two days. There are ten episodes, and I I binge watched it in two days. That's how good it was. I was obsessed. 
everyone out there you have to watch away it is so good i'm adding that to my netflix queue that sounds good i love when you can get into something and you can just literally like spend two full days devoted to it oh yeah no this is a it was a must i haven't i haven't done something like that in so long i think i think like 10 10 years ago i i i binge watched all of lost um (laughs) and i taught myself how to knit um, and all I did was knit, and I I watched Lost. <laughs> that sounds very relaxing, though. To be fair, T. It was. It was. It was after I, I graduated um, uni, and I uh, I I was depressed because they didn't have a job, so I moved back home and literally taught myself how to knit, and just binge watched Lost in my self deprecating way until I got a real job. I mean, that's not the worst way to spend it, though. I mean, that is quite... The ending drives me mental, though. You, like, watch all of that and you get to the end and it's just like, why have I done this? I actually, you know, I totally didn't watch the last season because I didn't want to. I didn't want it to end. So I still have that. I'm holding on to it for the day that I, knock on wood, the day that I break my leg or something and I'm forced to just sit there and watch something. So... I'm still, I'm still holding on. I'm still in my fantastical world of like, Lost hasn't ended for me. <laughs> okay, no spoilers then. There's just so yeah. much good content out there at the minute, like especially on Netflix. I started watching. So Which, they're doing a great job. The, yeah, I started watching Ratchet the other day. Sarah Paulson. Oh yeah, I haven't seen it yet, but it looks beautiful. Like it's uh, visually stunning. Yeah, I love the visuals it? are incredible. It's a little bit like too gory for me because I'm very squeamish, but like it makes up for the fact with like all of her outfits and like the '60s cars and things, so it balances out. Oh, totally, totally. Yeah, I'm waiting for um, uh, Ryan Murphy um to come out with it. He's do- he's did such a great job with like all these beautiful films and all like. He did Hollywood. He did Glee. I'm waiting for him to come out with a drag Glee version. Um, it's about time so I can be a part of it. And so he can make this beautiful ratchet drag-esque film or, or series. I'm ready. Ryan Murphy, hit me up. I mean, I would sign the petition for that. I would so watch that. Absolutely. I mean, I think we are starting to see, like, drag infiltrate like modern media and tv and stuff like there was a show called drag sos in the uk with a bunch of manchester queens obviously we have drag race um and then there's the show that Thorgy's on i can't remember is it called like dragnificent dragnificent yeah 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 i know it's slowly coming out there except i every what is drag sos is that like a reality show it's it's almost like Queer Eye. It's like these drag queens go to really small British towns and give people a drag makeover to like boost their confidence. It's it's quite good. Um, you. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm waiting for, I really want to do a, um, like a, 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 a sitcom or an acting series, like, because maybe I went to school for, for theater. Like I got some, I, I paid a lot of money for these acting chops. <laughs> So I'm ready for some like scripted material um, to be out there. I, I, as much as I love, love the, all this reality, I think 
I think we are stories that aren't being told and I, and especially with drag being at its forefront that um, we need to I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting to to uh, put queer stories out there so if anyone has a queer story and they need an act a drag tress I'm your girl <laughs> I mean because we've got Courtney Acton Monet Exchange in the UK at the minute to do a play called Death Drop do you think Broadway would ever bring out something like that like a drag based totally totally you know you know what's funny is that absolutely um when i was in um uh monet and i actually did a show together um uh, off broadway it was me i it was called bridget bishop and the salem bitch trials and i played the role of bridget bishop and monet and miss cracker played my daughters um chrissy and sissy bishop it was narrated by dusty ray bottoms um yeah this was such a long time ago um but it was right before drag race started filming for them um but we we all did the show off broadway so long ago um it's just so funny to look back on it but i think we need more more things like that more things like that out there i know i saw that um monet was doing that show out there and i kind of I, I was it just brought me back to that time that we did a show together and i i really i miss i miss theater i really miss doing theater so much um it's like kind of it's what started all of this uh drag and whatnot for me so i really i really want to get back into it and hopefully hopefully once things get back to normal and theaters are open i can get back to it yeah i mean venues are definitely starting to open up in the uk again so hopefully the us won't be too far behind and they were doing like very like COVID secure, very like safe and sensible, which is what we need yeah, really. Yeah. Americans are crazy though, and they're very selfish. <laughs> so we'll see. <laughs> I mean, this is a this next question is one that was submitted through someone on Instagram. Um, he wanted to know if you were cast onto All Star Seven, which other season twelve queen would you want to bring with you? I would bring Nikki. I would bring Nikki. I love Nikki doll so much. Nikki's probably like one of my closest friends from the whole thing. Um, and so I would, uh, I would love for Nikki to be there. We had, you know, honestly, we had so much fun when we were all there when it wasn't a competition. Um, when it became a competition is when I kind of got a little crazy. But, um, <clears throat> but I just love like creating and 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 and. Um, uh, collaborating with others um and nikki nikki was my choice because she is definitely my doll and everyone else's doll <laughs> she's so like she's so multi-talented as well like she's got the fashion and she's so funny and i don't think she realizes it or she didn't on the show anyway yeah she's great she's 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 such a doll maybe you might see her at one of these unfiltered parties very soon wink wink Oh, wink, wink, that's very exciting. Um, so, obviously, we're still in a pandemic, but do you plan to come to the UK anytime soon? I plan on what? Say it again? Uh, do you plan on coming to the UK anytime soon, like, post-pandemic? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was scheduled to, I was scheduled to come in March. Um, I had a bunch of dates at Heaven and all these other places and you know unfortunately because of it 
I, I couldn't come. Um, actually, someone reached out to me before everything went on lockdown to be a part of a um, of a, a theatrical touring production of something. I can't really say much, but um, but hopefully that'll come into fruition once everything gets back to normal. Um, because I love the UK so much, and I love everyone there, and all the times that I've been there um, for London Pride, it's been so wonderful. So hopefully soon, fingers crossed. I mean, we'd definitely love to have you. Um, thank you so much for taking the time, like, out of your very busy meeting day to talk to me. It's been an absolute pleasure. I mean, I think you're the best of first course, guest to I have. Love you, Adam. I, I just, I'm yeah. so glad we ended up connecting on social media during lockdown. Yeah, yeah, you know, I, I think it's the only thing that is keeping us all sane, so I'm so happy that I could be a part of this. You're first of many, um, and I'm sending you all the love, and hopefully we can um, have a kiki in the future after all of this is said and done. Definitely, yeah, as soon as you have a UK show, I will be there. Um, do you want to, like, drop your socials and things where everyone can find you and where they can find Unfiltered? Yeah, you can find you can find all everything. I'm on every single platform um, as the Brita Filter. Even my website is thebritafilter.com. And yeah, uh, find me there, and I'll be updating everyone about all the fun adventures that I have in store and all these digital events. Well, thank you again for being our first guest. This has been so nice. Thank you again for listening to this week's episode with Britta. If you wanted to check out Unfiltered Party, you can just go to www.unfilteredparty.com. All the information you need is going to be on there. The next one is Friday the 8th of January at 11 p.m. Eastern. It's around 4 a.m. in the UK, so it's not the most ideal time if you're in the UK. But if you're awake, why not go to it? it the last one was so much fun. Um... And as Britta mentioned, you can check her out on social media at the Britta Filter. And of course, you can also follow us. So if you wanted to keep up to date with everything on Instagram, we are at here to make it queer. And then on Twitter, we're just at make it queer. Um, and I'll post like announcements and I'll show the episodes on there as well. So you can be the first to know when new things go live in about a fortnight's time on the 15th we have a very exciting episode with sister sister from season two of RuPaul's Dry Race UK it was an absolute blast it is quite a long episode so buckle up chickens because it's a good one it's a very good one I'm very excited for you to hear it um and that'll be coming on the 15th and then we have some more very very exciting guests for January and February so I'm just cannot wait for you to hear all of that thank you again for listening if you want to pop a review on apple podcast that would be more than grateful and appreciated or you can follow us on spotify or like i mentioned our socials so i will see you next week